Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, in less than 15 minutes, thereabouts, there'll be another keyword flying your way. All you have to do is absorb the keyword when it's announced, then listen for John Cobell to tell you how to enter the keyword to possibly win the inflation bonus cash. We've been doing this for weeks. You ought to get it by now, but it's coming up at around 3.20 on the John and Ken show. Well, what is the term they use? Gaslighting? Gaslighting, yes. Trying to make you think that what's really going on is not going on. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, emotional manipulation. And that's what this governor does constantly. And he got himself on CBS National News, some sort of in-depth interview with uh, one of their chief correspondents, Major Garrett. Well, that's an oxymoron, huh? In-depth with Gavin Newsom. (laughs) Yes, that's true. Yeah, it's like going to the bottom of the sea, isn't it? Really deep. We never did go inside his brain. We were going to do that one day. Oh, yeah, we should. Pandemic. No, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who did we do that two years ago that you remembered? Or um, it- well, it was our old general manager. Oh, I thought we did it more recently than that again, but I guess not. <laughs> okay. Right. I don't remember anyone and else. we played that on the air? Oh, yeah. Oh, we did. Okay. Oh, we would do it live. On the air. Oh, live? Yes, yeah, live. Okay. Yeah. We just turn on the echo thing, and you and so I what, we're, would we're, wander we're, through the, the GM's brain. We're, we're micro-sized, right? And we kind of crawl in the ear, and uh-huh. we, we no, have a he microphone had a, with remember us. Remember he had we, a big, empty head? <laughs> big, did, wide sure. forehead? Yeah. <laughs> so we just kind of crawl in there. Right. Regular. He didn't seem to mind. I... Uh, um, anyway, uh, Gavin Newsom, of course, has been campaigning around the country. He's placed ads in Florida. In Texas, he's gone on many national shows. He's been weighing in now so much more than ever in the last year on these big issues like abortion it's and what, LGBTQ rights. It's just funny. He just suddenly woke up one day and decided the whole world needed to hear his opinions uh, like on every two or three days. National, on every national yeah. issues, right? Like every, every, Has he weighed in on Ukraine-Russia yet? I haven't seen that. Everybody but. all over the country was dying to hear, what does Gavin Newsom think? What's going on in his mind today? Can you see all the people in Alabama right now? What is Gavin thinking? People in Michigan, people in uh, Kansas. Ooh, 
Oh, Kevin has a new thought today? What would it be? He's got nothing to do. He's got nothing to do. I mean, the state's got billions of problems, but he's not in any jeopardy for re-election. That's really all politicians care about. Am I going to get re-elected? And what's my next office that I'm running for? Right. That's all they focus on night and day with their staff. Bring me the polls. Bring me the research. Where are we going next? Right. So eventually someone said to him, "Ah, you might as well run for national office. Mm. President looks like Biden is fading fast. So think about that. All right, how do I position myself? Let's see. I'll use many of my platforms to advance my causes. Yes. Oh, progressive uh, politics seems to be going well. So he's the biggest liar on the largest scale, trying to convince us all that he's not running for president, when really that is what he's doing. He wants to become a national presence. And and John, you're right. He's not known in a lot of places east of us. He's not known. No. No, The only time I got a comment about him, which is kind of funny... I was in Las Vegas during the pandemic, and one of the waitresses at the restaurant said, oh, no, it was somebody in one of the casinos, one of the casino workers. Oh, our governor just follows whatever Newsom does. Newsom does something, and he just he declares the next day we're going to do the same thing, whether it's a lockdown or some other COVID restriction. This is the, just follows Newsom. The Nevada governor? Yeah, Steve Sisolak. Sisolak. <laughs> really? Right. Yeah, he's a, he's a Democrat. That's what they said about it. Newsom is his North Star? <laughs> Exactly right. He's my guiding light. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, if I was going to pick a role model, I'd pick Gavin Newsom, sure. That was her attitude. She said, a lot of people feel that way. That's all a governor does is follow your governor. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, So I know it's pretty scary. Yeah, well. uh, But he is a cocky. He's a cocky one, and he thinks he's uh, really hot. And uh, because he's got such a comfortable lead for re-election. And, you know, even more head-scratching, even the old columnist with the El Segundo Times at uh, George Skelton yeah. said this, everybody believes the state's going in the wrong direction, but they still approve of Gavin Newsom. Yeah. Does that make any sense to you? No, it makes no <laughs> sense. It does make no sense. No. Normally I, they go it, up and down well, together. That's what's going to be funny because California has had uh, uh, an avalanche of bad publicity for the last few years. All the crime and all the homelessness and Newsom shutting down the state and 40,000 businesses people getting crushed. Leaving, people losing leaving, losing a seat in Congress. Yeah, I mean, it's all bad news. He's going to go on the national stage to run for president, and people are going to go, he's the governor of California? That guy? California's a disaster. I didn't know, I didn't know who the governor was. It's this guy? And he's running for president? What? So the whole country will be like California? So the way he's positioning himself right now is he believes he's the party's voice to take on those ugly Republicans. Oh, okay. Uh, the Florida governor, the Texas governor, Trump if necessary, the MAGA people. My party's not standing up and saying enough. The term he used, I don't know if it's in the clip we have, is that we're always on the defensive. We need to go on the offensive and show them what we're about. Oh, well, we've seen it. They've had their way. They've had their way in California. Look around. Got tens of thousands of homeless people, got a rotten economy, got uh, crime at the, at its highest point in uh, 20 years. We see. Good work. So, uh, you know what's funny is you can't blame a single shred of any of the problems on Republicans because there aren't any in power. This 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 is this is entirely a, a Gavin Newsom and Associates production, and this is what he's going to sell to the rest of the country. All right. Yeah. You know, we're seeing some type of rebellion in states like Oregon and New York, big right. blue states. We're not seeing it here, no. at least not the polls. No, no, no. It's a, it's a powerful cult in this state.
<laughs> I remember making this joke years ago. Well, if we have a one-party state and things really go far downhill, and they have, maybe people will wake up and turn this around. It hasn't happened. Not yet. here. Everywhere else but here. Everywhere else but here. Election night's going to be really funny. You're going to see all these... These these uh, Democratic governors maybe get toppled in places like Oregon and New York. It's maybe 50, it's the same reason 50, that people... 50 shot right now, but it, it you know the momentum is going against them. Maybe it's the same reason people complain that California sports teams don't get enough uh, uh, enthusiasm behind them. Yeah, the fans that are really worked up like they do in other states well, with teams. It's out here. It's the same thing with politics. Eh, you know, I'm just going to go about my life. I got to go back on Twitter. I'll see you later. Right. I got to check Facebook. And and they adjust to stepping over uh, dying homeless people. Exactly. And and piles of feces needles. and needles, right? <laughs> Do- dodging dodging the homeless guy that's waving a sword at them. All right, when we come back, we'll play this 20-second answer from Gavin Newsom when asked by the CBS correspondent Major Garrett about his presidential aspirations. Right before that, another keyword a keyword you'll need to possibly win some inflation bonus cash. John and Ken KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, so we're talking about dippity Do Governor Newsom doing this interview with the CBS Network. Major Garrett, one of their chief correspondents, uh, interviewed Newsom. They've been releasing parts of it. Uh, we played some yesterday. Today is, of course, the big question about his presidential ambitions. Here's how it went. He's practiced at deflecting the presidency question. No. How can he be so sure? Uh, Because it's not my ambition. It's not the direction that I'm leaning into. Uh, It's not the moment. So one way to answer that question is I will never run for president of the United States. Can you say that? Yeah, I'm not. I have no interest. Hmm. (laughs) Kind of a head. Stupid game reporters play. I know, <laughs> because they're caught up in this, too. What are you going to do next? We all want to know yeah. where you're yeah. headed politically, the, the whole even country. though your country, uh, your, your state's a dump. <laughs> yeah, was there anything in the interview about California being a dump? <laughs> this Major Garrett, he ought to be demoted. No, but did you see the big news that we're going to be like the number four economy in the world? Ah, you see, that's what they're pushing, that narrative. That's based entirely on the tech industry. Uh, it is. Yeah. And then everything else shared by very few Californians. Yeah. Right. We also have, I think, uh, the most poverty in the nation. <laughs> exactly. Most people on and uh, homeless, most people on welfare, most homeless, most people uh, under the poverty line. You want to keep going on? Most illegal aliens. And we got all kinds of championships. And then, you know, you got a half a dozen tech companies that uh, bring in a trillion dollars a year. OK. Good well, for them. Not good for most other people here. This should be his moment because the party right now is scrambling around. They're probably going to get their butts kicked next Tuesday. If he's such a top leader, he should be meeting the moment here and stepping up. You would think, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, but the the rest of the political world knows he's a he's a doofus. They know this. Why is CBS News asking to sit down with him to talk to him about his presidential aspirations? Because he's going to run, and he's the governor of California. He's going to run. He's going to make some noise. There's a big vacuum. Biden's old. There's really nobody else. I mean, everybody was all excited a couple years ago about Buttigieg, and that's faded. Oh, look at the people that the Democratic Party gets excited about. In fact, I just read a long article about this today. Who do they get really excited about? 
They got excited about Kamala Harris for five minutes, right? Yeah. They got excited about Buttigieg. He turned out to be a dud. Beto O'Rourke is on his third run of being the next great thing in Texas. Uh, Stacey Abrams, how much did we hear about her the last two years in, in Georgia? She's going to lose her second straight race. Yeah. Beto is 0 for 3 in big races. These people have, uh, you know, they're, 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 they're usually approved by glossy magazines like Vanity Fair and the New York Times and, uh, you know, CNN and the networks like that. They're approved by that crowd, the elite crowd. The, the public looks at them and goes, yeah, a bunch of weirdos. I mean, no normal person looks at Beto O'Rourke and says, yeah, there's a great leader. Or Gavin Newsom. Nobody does. It's just these, 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 these weird elites in the media. So this next clip of audio is sort of what I was talking about before, that Newsom thinks his place right now is to be the one that's going to stand up to the other party, to be on the offensive, to be loud and tell them what. Because remember a couple of weeks ago, he released that phony headline about the red state's lead in murders. Yeah, it's an outright lie. And all it took was five minutes of research to realize, well, no, it's the blue cities in the red states that mm. are full of murders, like Louisiana and Mississippi. So yeah. that was his way of uh, distorting another story. All right, so here he carries on about what's missing uh, in, in his party. Let's listen. Does it feel like a red wave? Yeah, of course it does. And, and again, uh, uh, I'm not paid to say that. I'm paid to say... You know, we faint and feel. I mean, I get it. Look, I mean, I could be the cheerleader. I'm also a pragmatist. You feel it. Newsom told us he, unlike some ambivalent Democrats, wants President Biden to run again. It's been a masterclass the last two years. Not necessarily ineffective communication and generating narrative, but this. in terms of the substance under the circumstance with all the headwinds and obfuscation and opposition, I think it's been remarkable. Does anybody even understand that? I read that in the article I'm looking at. I did. What uh, a bunch of uh, that's a lot of guess. babble tabble. <laughs> Not necessarily an effective communication and generating narrative, but in terms of the substance under the circumstances of all the headwinds and obfuscation and opposition, I think it's been remarkable. So there, tell me what that means. There's no normal person who understands any of that. Yeah, he He's going to go out to the other 49 states and babble like that. And people are going to stare at him. He'll be hyped. What did we learn from people like Bill Clinton and Obama and Trump? Their ability to disconnect with the average person. Uh -huh. and a lot of it's just language and simplicity. Yeah. This guy's the opposite of that. Yeah. And whenever he could use he's, a, a short word to convey a real emotional meaning, he chooses obfuscation. Yeah. And you know who does that? Insecure people who act as they're, they're, they're posers. They, they, yeah, that's a good word for him. Yeah, you know, he he, he adopts a, pose. a pomfoon poser. He yeah adopts a persona because the real him, there's not much there. But if he throws out a bunch of uh, three and four syllable words that he learned in college, then he thinks it's going to make people feel that he's deep and intelligent and perceptive and wise. And and. You know, they it's finally, far from that. They finally got to him uh, to talk about, well, what's uh, what's the issues that uh, they should be, uh, the Democrats should be uh, pushing. And he says, uh, well, like abortion. Oh, come on. They've right. Done that like, like, That's well, falling flat in every poll. Listen to this. I spelled this today. It was in the New York Times. Democrats have spent 
$320 million on abortion ads. $320 wow. million. You know how much they've spent on inflation ads? $31 million. About 10 to 1. So they went full bore, 10 to 1, picking abortion over inflation. And you're going to see next Tuesday how that went over. And, and Newsom, in his wisdom, thinks that they didn't run hard enough on abortion. They could have found this out six months ago that this was not going to be. We told everybody that. We, when this decision was made by the Supreme Court and the frenzy that followed for days after that, we said this will fade by November. It's always going to be the economy. Bill Clinton said that 30 years ago. It's the economy, stupid. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they fouled up the economy, and they know they fouled it up. Yeah, there's no defending so, it. You're right. So what are you going to say? <laughs> what are you going to say? Ex- except what, what Biden bumpers and says, it's Ukraine and Putin. Well, can you can you play the first like couple lines of of that second clip of Newsom, Eric? Because he has a phrase in there that I, I was baffled by in print and then hearing it. Newsom told us he, unlike some ambivalent Democrats, wants President Biden to run again. It's been a masterclass the last two years. Not necessarily ineffective communication and generating narrative. But in terms of the substance under the circumstance, with all the headwinds and obfuscation and opposition, I think it's been remarkable. That's not the one I wanted. The one about the red wave is coming. And again, uh, uh, I'm not paid to say that. I'm paid to say, you know, we fate and few. I mean, I get it. Look, right, I, mean, stop, I can stop, be the cheer. Stop. Fate and few. Yeah. I mean, I get right. it. What does that mean? Fate and few. It sounds like he's being poetic. He's quoting. I don't know. Uh, is that is that a poetry reference? I don't know. Fate and few. I get it. I'm just <laughs> reading an article where he quoted Michelangelo, so I guess he does that sometimes. Uh, oh, great. Oh, I hope he runs. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to be a really entertaining uh, year next year in 2024 if he runs. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken show KFI AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, the Moist Line is coming back day after tomorrow. A quick reminder to leave your messages. We listen to them all. Some of them make the airwaves during the 5 o'clock hour on Friday. The iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon is one way. And, of course, the longtime method is to call the toll-free number. 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. Steve Gregory will be along after 4 o'clock with an update on the Sheila Kuehl raid that was conducted by a part of the L.A. County Sheriff's Department investigating a contract that her good friend got with Metro concerning a sex harassment hotline number that nobody called, yet a lot of money went out the door from Metro to this woman who was closely connected to Sheila Kuehl. So a raid was conducted on Kuehl's home by the sheriff's department back in september we'll find out what the update is coming up after the news at four o'clock speaking of metro a lead story today in the los angeles daily news is that a survey conducted by the transit agency found a significant drop in the number of female passengers riding the buses and trains and half of them are citing what you would probably expect Crime, sexual harassment, and safety. And what I love accompanying this story is a picture. It kind of sums it all up. It is a shirtless man who is doing push-ups. Frank 
I'm sorry, pull-ups. Frank does pull-ups as he rides the Metro B Red Line in Los Angeles, saying he does them from time to time when he gets on until he gets off. Uh, yeah, and that's exactly... Well, that isn't sexual harassment. A woman sees that, and they're like, that's the kind of person that I'm going to have to sit in the train with. You know what? You know I'd what? rather not. See, you know what's funny? It is that all these uh, homeless people or the, the mentally ill people, they engage in weird behaviors, which is not technically illegal, right? And, Correct. And people say, well, what are you going to do? I mean, it's not illegal to do push-ups in the train. It's like, that's not the point. That is a symptom of a guy uh, who's got a mental disorder, right? Maybe maybe drug-induced, maybe organic, but he's clearly mentally ill because that, that is so outside the norm. And if you're a woman by yourself, you're really uncomfortable because you don't know and what to do. And you look na- at him, right. he's not going to a real good job. He has no shirt on. It, all right. Guy wearing with, a weird hat. Guy without a shirt is almost 100% Tattoos, of and he's just sitting there yeah. and just killing time is what I see. Right. Right, and and he's got some weird compulsion to start doing push-ups. Pull-ups. They're pull-ups. Or, or pull-ups. pull-ups. He's grabbing the bar there where you hold on, and he's pulling himself right. up. Shirtless tattoos, right? You take each one by itself. It's like, oh, it's the big deal. It's like, no, you put them all together, you got a nut there, and you don't know what the next step is going to be. And if they had a cop on board, that cop would be eyeing this guy, crowding him a little, making him feel a little uncomfortable to make sure he doesn't go and lash out at, at the women. sitting in the rest of the car and and that's nobody normal does that and 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 nobody's ever going to go on a train until all these people with their weird abnormal behaviors are off the train but at metro what do they care they're subsidized by the taxpayer right they pump billions of dollars into metro of our money it doesn't matter if the trains run or not it doesn't matter if the uh, trains and buses are loaded or not with real passengers there's no incentive. There's no incentive, right? You know, and, and and so this is what you get. I mean, and because it's very public, they're going to get all of society's problems just coming right down on them. Because you're going to get the vagrants and the criminals. It's easy to just jump on a bus or a train and use that as another place to act out. There's a guy in this story. What what a title! This is. I think this is the show for people's job titles the bigger the title the more worthless they are oscar zarati is director of building equity and transit for strategic action for a just economy holy (laughs) mackerel what director of equity he works with women who are transit dependent metro riders that's part (laughs) of his job yes building equity and transit for strategic action for a just economy (laughs) <laughs> Holy mackerel! I, does he work for Metro? Is that a nonprofit? I can't figure out. From uh, this. I, I I don't know. You, you, I, I guess S A J E Strategic Action for a Just Economy must be some nonprofit. I, I wonder and if he's they get, their director of building equity and transit. I, I, building equity and transit. God, every one of these <laughs> parasites has adopted the word equity but, to but put he on their business card. He said, uh, he said uh, the women are, the men are saying vulgar things to them. They're making them feel uncomfortable. Uh, and they're just trying to get back and forth to work. You would understand that. But then okay. he says, well, you know, sexual violence is rampant. It's all over. I'm trying to make it sound like it's not just on the buses and trains. It's everywhere. No, yeah, but you're trapped on the buses and trains. That's no, the problem. No, no. In, in most cities, it, it, it never used to be a problem. But when you decided to uh, allow uh, the vagrants 
and, and, and their mental illness and their drug addiction that it becomes a problem because they can't control themselves. Their brains are fried and they don't have impulse control. So every weird thought they get about a woman standing uh, on the train. Look, the, the women aren't going to go on a train because they don't want to get raped and robbed and have a, a vagrant uh, poop on their shoes and sit in a puddle of urine. On a needle. Or, or on a needle. And they don't want people to make vulgar comments. Right. Oh, and, but by the way, big move here. Metro's replaced the cloth seats on the buses and trains with vinyl. Mm-hmm. So they're easier to clean. So if you so, pee or poop on there, it's easier right. for them to rub off. They, they, oh, oh, they can take a towel they have a cloth and just... seat, it gets embedded. Sure. Yeah, and then it starts to smell. Right. And you can't so, scrub the poop out. They did this, I think, in the Bay Area with the BART system. They used to have little cloth covers on you, their seats. They got you, believe, you believe we're talking about this? <laughs> they they had to replace the cloth with vinyl because the pee and the poop was and there's some other bodily fluids. and other bodily fluids yes they can become embedded <laughs> in the uh, fabric <laughs> I don't understand why is ridership down sixty percent I I I don't know get the director of equity immediately. Remember, we found that out about the Long Beach train. Uh, that's the train that runs from downtown L.A. to Long Beach. And at the end of the line, they take the train out of service and clean it because yeah. it's full of bodily fluids. And the issue there is that the homeless get Look off at- and start wandering the neighborhood <laughs> So they get- thirty in the morning. They interviewed 50, uh, they interviewed, you know, female train and bus, uh, tra- female train riders. 55% of the responses were about safety. In other words, they don't want to get raped and robbed. 55%. I mean, more than half of the women that they interviewed were worried about getting physically attacked. And they're constantly telling us, we got to get people out of their cars and on the buses and trains. It's, it's cleaner for the environment. And yet, what are they doing to make women feel safer? Nothing. Train cleanliness. Oh, oh they have Metro ambassadors who wear bright colored T-shirts but are not armed. <laughs> they provide scheduling information and temporary housing options to the homeless. Right, because shirtless guy doing the pull-ups... What he needs is a schedule. That's what's missing in his life. Right? See, in fact, he's taking the train all what day. What do you say to him, sir, can I help you with anything today? Yeah. No, he takes the train all day, up and down, up and down, until they dump him out in Long Beach at 2 in the morning, right? And he said, you know, if only I had a schedule, I would have gotten off the train earlier. But the ambassador didn't give me a schedule. Just, I just don't believe this world exists. All right, more coming up. John and Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. A reminder that Monday, this coming Monday, November 7th, the 5 o'clock hour will be our hour of candidates. So if you're running for anything, or you know somebody that is, pass on the word that you get 30 seconds. If you can get through on the phone number, we only do this for the hour. But because it's only 30 seconds, it moves quickly. So if you get in the queue, you'll be on the air pretty fast that'll be monday five o'clock hour only no backline inside calls we don't take those so we'll give you the toll-free number uh, several times before we get to monday's five o'clock hour for you to call in and line up steve gregory will join us after four o'clock see what's new in the sheila kill story which really went dark once the attorney general rob bonter said i'm taking this over Get I'm, out of the way, LA County Sheriff's Department. This is my case. I'm I'm squashing this investigation. It will yeah. pro- it will not proceed further. Give me all the evidence. Get out of the way. Time to protect a fellow progressive, even uh, if she is uh, crooked. Well, here's a, an announcement from the United States Justice Department. They have taken down a huge nationwide catalytic converter theft ring. 
This has been a problem all over the country now for some time. I think it became the hot crime during the pandemic. I actually witnessed it right outside my home. I oh, that's that right. Yeah. Yeah. I was woken up by a weird noise at like three in the morning. I'm like, what is that? And I looked down outside on the street and I saw guys working with a metal tool underneath a car. And that's <laughs> what they were doing. They, <laughs> apparently, uh, they sell them to metal refineries. Yeah. They're, in this they're, case, this ring made tens of millions of dollars, according to the uh, Justice Department. There's rare earth metals in those catalytic converters. Was it cobalt? Uh, I don't know. but Well, but... for people who are not aware, a catalytic converter is a component of your car's exhaust device. It's supposed to reduce the toxic gas and pollutants from the internal combustion engine into safe emissions. So, wow. In the state of California, it's critical that we hold on to our catalytic converters, considering how paranoid we are over, quote, pollution, right? Yeah. Well, they, they, you're right. They use precious metals in their center or core, and they're targeted for theft due to the high value. And, John, here's the list. Palladium, platinum, and rhodium. <laughs> rhodium? rhodium? R-H-O-D-I-U-M. Rhodium. I don't Do you know have any one. of that in your backyard? I'm, I'm going to go look. That sounds valuable. It says some of these precious metals are more valuable per ounce than gold. And their value has been increasing in recent years. The black market price for catalytic converters can be above $1,000 each, depending on the type of car and what state it's from. And as I found out that night, they can be stolen in less than a minute. They often lack unique serial numbers or VIN information or other distinctive ID features, so they're difficult to trace. That's why it's become popular. Yeah, you fence these... them and then it's taken it to a place that, that melts it down. Yeah, apparently they take it to uh, some places like metal refiners. Uh, they took, they did searches and seizures in a number of states, including, of course, California. California apparently has become one of the biggest states for catalytic converters. 37% of all catalytic converter thefts <laughs> in the country are taking place in California. Put that on Newsom's record, too. 12% of the population, but 37% of the <laughs> catalytic converter thefts. That, that tracks with all the other categories that we, that we listed. You know, like the uh, welfare categories. Yeah, all the negative categories. All the negative categories. We're 12% of the population. <laughs> yeah, and we're one-third of all the all the uh, problems in, in America. Uh, we have one-third of the welfare cases, more homeless than anybody else. Uh, now we got more catalytic converter theft. Last year, 1,600 catalytic converters were reportedly stolen in California every month. That's how bad it got. So you're not just imagining this when you see these well, stories. Well, you got to put these people in, in, in jail for a long time. That's the only way you're going to stop it. That's what they I, think they did with the arrests of a whole bunch of people in this. I guess it was a theft ring. They want, wow, the forfeiture of over $545 million in connection with this case that the Justice Department is bringing against uh, this ring. I'm trying to figure out how many people that they rounded up. They've got cases in different states. Uh, there were two guys that they mentioned here in California. Brothers, Tu Su Vang and Andrew Vang. Oh, and, and Monica Mua. They're all from Sacramento. They operated an unlicensed business from their personal residence where they bought stolen catalytic converters from local thieves and shipped them to a company in New Jersey called DG Auto Parts for processing. The family allegedly sold over $38 million in stolen catalytic converters. Yeah. 
to this company in New Jersey. That's a good living for everybody, isn't it? That must have taken a while to figure out. No wonder they do that. I mean, uh, that's, how could you pass up that kind of cash flow, huh? Oh, wow. apparently this, this see, John, a lot of bad stuff comes from New Jersey. This DG Auto Parts ran multiple, multiple locations in New Jersey where they were doing this. They knowingly purchased catalytic converters from these uh, rings in all these states. Yeah. And it's called a decanning process. Extracted the precious metal powders from the catalytic core. They sold the precious metal powers, uh, powders uh, to a metal refinery for over $545 million. What if the mob was running this? It has you that would... smell to it. Well, Like the mafia I... owned these. Uh... The Connors? Yeah. I mean, New Jersey? How could well, it not the, be? The names of the people involved in this DG Auto, their last name is K-H-A-N-N-A, Kana. Mm. Navin Kana, Lovin Kana. Lovin Kana? Love oh Navin's also known as Lovin, Tinu Kana and Gagan Kana, and then the rest of the people are Daniel Dolan Chimo Chimo is a good name or Chimo, uh, Wright Lewis Mosley and uh, another great name Issue Lacra. These are all the people in New Jersey who were arrested for running this DG Auto this theft ring. All right, when we come back, good America. Steve Gregory will join us, see what we've learned. It's anything new in the case involving L.A. County Supervisor Sheila Kuehl and her friend with the big contract with Metro to run a sex harassment hotline that basically got no calls. Yeah. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon. Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated.